You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are on our third week of the Knowing God series and uh, indeed just another series which, uh, you know, just says a lot, it reveals a lot. It has been my, become my devotions in the past weeks, especially our text for today because I studied it. I, but anyway, the reason why we're uh, uh, going through the Knowing God series is for us to have a uh, deeper relationship or knowledge of God as we grow in our relationship with Him. And then this will uh, later on lead to a greater and stronger faith. Five weeks of uh, this series. Last uh, Wednesday, uh, it was our third day of our prayer and fasting, and I was uh, just standing uh, in front of the tech booth, observing this little boy. This little boy is the son of our inaanak uh, in a wedding. And so he's about two years old, I, I, I believe. His mom is by the wall. The dad was uh, seated on the third to the last row on this section. And I was uh, observing him. He was just running, running uh, uh, to and fro. Uh, you know how kids run, Dibai? You just can't understand why their arms are, are, are like this, Dibai. He was running to his mom, running to his dad. And, 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 and uh, as, a, as the service was about to, uh, to start, you know, more people were coming in. And he didn't mind the people was blocking his way. But he knew where to go to. You know, he really knows who's, who his dad is. You know, that's, uh, I believe, a, uh, the heart of the child. Na he has so much attachment, of course, and definitely to his parents, both the mom and dad. And quickly, it gave me a, an, an illustration that's, that uh, that is how uh, we are to be with God. You know, just knowing, and you know, we just not only discerning, but knowing really that when we run to God, we know that we will never make a mistake, that God is the one that we are running to. But question for all of us also this morning is that how well do we know our Heavenly Father? Two weeks ago, we uh, started off the series and uh, we went through the study on, on God's glory uh, the main idea of uh, the first day of this series is that so that we, we may appreciate the glory of God as seen, especially in man. And then on the second week, we talked about the goodness of the Lord. That was last week. Uh, the main idea of which is that we will always remember God's goodness you know, in the midst of affliction, regardless of whatever that we are going through. We will always remain uh, to uh, recognize that God is good. And today, we will be talking about God's generosity. And uh, the, main, the, whole, uh, I, I, the main idea of, of uh, today's preaching is to magnify God's unceasing and abundant provision for us, His people. And I'm saying us because it really includes everyone. Being generous means showing a readiness to give more of something. That is the nature of God. He provides us more than we have, what we have asked for. Generous means it is larger or plentiful of what is usual or necessary. Now, do we really know the scope of God's generosity? Do we really understand what gen- His, His generosity is? Or are we limited only to you know, the material things? The things that we have prayed for. Lord, I'm praying for a car. Lord, I'm praying for a house. I'm praying for a spouse. But do we, is it only limited to whatever that we see? Do we really understand the concept of God's generosity? I'd like for, uh, for, for you to turn your Bibles or your uh, phones or whatever, tablets, to Psalm 65 as we will be reading a Psalm of David. Psalm 65, verses 1 to 13. Alright, 13 verses. Let's read verse 1. Praise is due to you, O God in Zion, 
and to you shall vows be performed. O you who hear prayer, to you shall all flesh come. When iniquities prevail against me, you atone for our transgressions. Blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple. By awesome deeds you answer us with righteousness, O God of our salvation. The hope of all the earth, or the ends of the earth, and of the farthest seas, the one who by his strength established the mountains, being girded with might, who stills the roaring of the seas, the roaring of the waves, the tumult of the peoples, so that those who dwell at the ends of the earth are in awe at your signs. You make the going out of the morning and the evening to shout for joy. You visit the earth and water it, you greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain, for so you have prepared it. You water its furrows abundantly, settling its ridges, softening it with showers, and blessing its growth. You crown the year with your bounty. Your wagon tracks uh, overflow with abundance. The pastures of the wilderness overflow. The hills gird themselves with joy. The meadows clothe themselves with flocks. The valleys deck themselves with grain. They shout and sing together for joy. Father, thank you. Lord, thank you once again. That even as we study your word, Lord, an inspiration coming from the declarations of, of, of King David. Lord, may it be that this word is teaching, Lord, speak to us. Lord, open up our spiritual eyes, open up our spiritual, our, our, our ears, our, our minds, Lord God, that we, we may be able to see, to hear, and really discern, Lord, your, your powerful word that will minister to us. Holy Spirit, we recognize you as the one who is speaking today. It may be my audible voice that they will be hearing, but even I recognize and I declare my words are weak, but your word is powerful. Thank you so much, and thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Once again, we declare you Lord and Savior of our lives. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Psalm 65 is one of uh, the Psalms of David, of course, written by him as thanksgiving for God's abundant provision. You know, in, in, in the same way that in, in, in application to us, we can be thankful to God for uh, His many blessings. If at that time, you know, during the uh, King David's time, if uh, Facebook was already uh, existing, probably he would have the most, you know, news feeds in our Facebook page. You would see how he would express his love, his trust, his, his just declaring, you know, how wonderful God is. Now we, we uh, at this time, we, I, I know that we can, we can declare uh, the book of Psalms, the Word of God in our news feed. Very important because you, you just don't know when people see our posts, the Word of God, it ministers to them. It doesn't only minister to us, but it ministers to a lot of people. This is David's expression of his relationship with God, how much he loves God, you know, just can't explain. Just too big. That's why ganun ganun na lang. Just like Jericho, when he exhorts, you know, he exhorts with so much passion. Another question for us is this. How can we be thankful or grateful to someone if we hardly know him? This is another declaration of David, and it's found in Psalm 27, verse 4. And David said, One thing I ask of the Lord... This is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days. He was saying, all the days of my life. <clears throat> to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek Him in His temple. Just imagine David, you know, his, his desire was to live in God's presence, you know, each day, each day of his life. You know, it's not only five times a week, Lord, leave the two days to me. Weekends, I'm off. Can I not just think of you? You know, David was saying, you know, I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Despite of his position, despite of who he is, you know, despite of everything in his possession, 
You know, mind you, you know, a thing that probably many people were envy about. You know, you already have everything. What are you asking for? You know, for David, these things are nothing. For David, these things are, you know, they are unnecessary, unnecessary and unimportant. But for him, his declaration is that just one thing that he asked of the Lord, that he may dwell in his house all the days of his life. To gaze upon the beauty of the Lord, to seek him in his temple. You know what gazing means? For those who are, who are, who are married, you know, like me, I, I, when I wake up early in the morning, probably 4 a.m., Hindi naman yung dial start of the day ko na, no? CR lang ako. But when, you wake up four, when I wake up 4 a.m., I see my wife sleeping. And I gaze at her beauty. You know, I'm, Lord, thank you for, you know, <laughs> giving me a, a, a beautiful, wonderful wife. But my gazing, you know, the beauty of my wife doesn't even keep you know, it, it's not even the same level of how we should gaze you know, the beauty of the Lord. It's far, far away. It doesn't even measure up. But when David says, I just want to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and just to seek Him in His temple, just to be in God's presence all the time, I believe our attitude should be the same so that we may come to know God in a, in a deeper way. I'll go on with, with Psalm 65. And, and David just once again starts off with a powerful uh, statement where he says, Praise is due to you, O God, in Zion. And to you shall vows be performed. I don't know how, while he was writing it, if he, if he was just declaring it by, you know, just a normal tone, just like, this is how I speak. Um... That's just about it. I, I seldom get excited, you know, when, when I speak. Pero excited naman ako. Reading this, you know, I know that there is already so much passion in me, but my tone is only up to here. But it doesn't mean that I'm not worshiping the Lord. But I'm thinking, just for this time, David, when he was starting off this, this, uh, this, this psalm, he was saying, Praise is due to you, O God! To you shall vows be performed. Just the first statement, the first verse, he was already excited. Praise is due to you because God deserves praise. God is all worthy of all praise. Can you give him praise for that? Come on. The reason why David had, had you know, probably um, said this or declared it is because he, he has just so much appreciation with what God is, is doing in his life, what he has done, what he is doing at the present time, and, and, and maybe later on in his life. Despite of who he is, his, his mistakes, and all the things you know, that he has done to offend our faithful father. But God does not see us. Kung gano man tayo kadume, you know, when we praise God, we really should mean it because He deserves all praise. Sometimes we only give praise to the more, you know, the noticeable things, tangible things. When we receive something, I believe that we should be praising God even if our prayers is still left unanswered even if there are no miracles or breakthroughs in our lives, we should continue on to praise God. Praise is due you, O God! Even if, you know, my prayers from, from the past years had, had not been answered yet. Lord, there are already a hundred items. I don't care, but I will commit myself into praising you because it is due you. To you shall vows be performed. Yesterday, I did my second wedding of the month. I have four weddings this month. And every meeting that I have with uh, our, the couples, you know, I just let them know, this is important. You know, please, this is your vows to each other. This is your commitment. And these are the things that you are declaring publicly 
which later on, just between the two of you, you will expect that it will be fulfilled. Please don't anymore mention about the sun, the moon, and the stars because someone has already taken them. Give your vows to each other. A vow means it's a solemn promise. It's, it's, you are solemnly promising to do something to your spouse. But the vows mentioned here involves promises to praise God for His answers in unanswered prayers. Our vow is to say, praise is due to you, O God. Deuteronomy 23.23, just as a reference, it says here, Whatever your lips utter, you must be sure to do. Because you made your vow freely to the Lord, your God, with your own mouth. We do not say that we are going to make a vow, make a commitment, and not doing it. Sometimes, or most of the time, we lose our integrity on that. Okay lang yon. I made a commitment with someone else. Hindi bali na. Okay lang. Just, if we can do that easily to people, I think we can do that easily to the Lord. Once we make a vow, we should fulfill it. But the vow above every vow, again, is a promise that we will give praise to the Lord because He deserves everything. David now goes on to uh, uh, declare in Psalm 65. And the first reason for praising God in His generosity to us is because He remembers that God is our Savior. He is our Savior. Verse 2 says, O you who hear prayer, to you shall all flesh come. When iniquities prevail against me, you atone for our transgressions. First part, first things first, David, David declares. He thanks God for His generosity in securing our relationship or His relationship and assuring us eternal life. Now, in the same manner, uh, God, before allowing us to enjoy anything else, you know, He expresses His love for us by providing a way out of our sins. Do you think that God can just easily bless us? You know, just like that. Yung kahit na in our pangit uh, na state, you know, God can bless us still. You know, I believe so. Pero David recognizes, wait, 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 wait. First things first, I want to thank God for, for eternal life, you know, for this salvation. I want to thank God that, you know, my, my family members are saved. I want to thank God that my, my, my classmates, my office mates, and all these people who are around me, they have already heard the good news, the gospel of Christ. That is the first thing that we should be thanking God for. God is generous and He has spiritually blessed us. It's nothing tangible, but it is for eternity. Do we understand that? David says, O oh, you who hear prayer. Because David knows that God does not turn His ear away from us. God's pleasure and nature of hearing and granting prayers is just, you know, yun, yun yun, pleasure niya yun. It is His pleasure, it is His nature of hearing us. He doesn't cover His ears. Unlike, you know, me at times when... When, uh, when my children, well, especially the youngest one at this time, when he would tell me something, Dad, please, can you buy me? Do you, some, kasi narinig mo palagi, buy me, buy me, buy me. Mabibingi ka talaga nun. Pero, when it asks you, Dad, can you buy me? And I have the tendency of, buy na naman. And I, I just cover my ears and then just tell him, pray about it. Pray for it. But God does not cover His ears. He does not turn away from us or shoo us away. Because God hears our prayers. Especially when we desire so much. When we desire so much and know now and understand now, first and foremost thing that we should be thanking God for is our salvation. Romans 10.13 uh, tells us here, for everyone who calls in the name of the Lord will be saved. 
everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. It says here, to you all flesh will come. Tayo, mga tao, people, by instinct. When we are in great trouble, there is no other place or no other person that we turn to except God Himself. But the question for us is this, do we turn to God in prayer at any given time? Again, that is how we are. When we are in need, I'm saying how we are because I'm including myself. We have to remind ourselves. We, only, we not only turn to God when we are in need or when we are in a desperate situation. Verse 3, it says here, When iniquities prevail against me, you atone for our transgressions. In the NIV, it says here, When we are overwhelmed with our sins, but what does the Lord do? He forgives us our transgressions. The Lord forgives our wrongdoing, our sin. During the time, there were performances of animal sacrifices for the atonement of their sins. David was even humble enough to acknowledge that it's not what he can do for himself so that his sins can be atoned. You know, yung parang mapatawad. Hindi kaya ko ito. I will purchase a lot of sheep and yan yung mga yan. Yan yung, yan ano ko. I will offer a sacrifice for that. For the things that he has done. That is pride. Pero siya, he's humble. He has a humble heart to acknowledge that, you know, Lord... I don't know what to do. But you have a way. There was a sacrificial system at that time. What can God do for him? Aren't we blessed at this time? You know, just more so, etong present time na ito, where we already know who Jesus is. Jesus being the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Jesus, whom we have declared to be our personal Lord and Savior. God does not want us to be overwhelmed anymore. Instead, just remember that He had already made a way out. Not doing a way out, but He had already made a way out. It is already what God has done for us. Romans uh, 6, 23-26 tells us a reminder again. Yes, we've heard this. It has been taught. I've read this. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by His grace as a gift. This is through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Words that we need to understand. We've been justified already. It means that we have been declared not guilty. All charges are removed from the record of God. It is as if that a person had never been accused. How many of us have uh, a, a long record already with the MMDA? Traffic violation, you know, uh, all sorts of <laughs> uh, tickets that we have received. Hindi mo pa natutubos yung lisensya mo. Eto na naman ang isang ano, patong-patong na yung mga yung mga records mo sa MMDA, LTO. But one person comes and just tells you, oh, sige na, okay na, this is your license. How much more? How much more? With our state of sin. How much more yung us recognizing there is nothing that I can do anymore. I don't know what to do. But I will just, you know, acknowledge the Lord. Lord, I don't know what to do. But we need to understand, the Lord made a way. We were already redeemed. There is redemption. We are being set free already from the slavery to sin. These are some of the things that we tend to overlook or forget. You know, I, total, I, we, we, we attend victory every Sunday. You know, we go to service. And maybe that is already enough. No, it's not enough. Sitting on those chairs is not enough. Listening to, to, to the, the preaching is not enough. 
there has to be a personal encounter with the Lord. There has to be a personal relationship with the Lord. It doesn't matter even if we are all part of ministries, that we are part of victory groups. Buti na lang, God, wala sa vocabulary ni God na sasabihin niyang, I don't care. No, he, he, sa, sa totoo lang, He doesn't care about the ministries and whatever that we can do. But we were purchased. We were bought at a price. The Old Testament times, a person's debts could result in his being sold as a slave. Kung patong-patong na yung debt niya, wala na ibang way. You know, just, I will just offer myself, be your slave without even any payment for several years until a family member could redeem him, bibilhin, babayaran mga utang, that is only the time that it will be a way out to buy his freedom. Again, I move to the present time. Jesus already purchased our freedom and the price was his own life. The price was himself. So now, is there a reason for us to say, praise is due you, O God? Is there already a reason for us? In verse 25, it says here, Whom God has put forward as a propitiation by, by His blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in His divine forbearance, He had passed over the former sins. In overlook na niya yung former sins. What's that word, propitiation? I don't understand that. You know, it's, it's, it's winning or regaining the favor of a person or something. You make peace with Him. Again, I, I, I repeat that Christ died in our place for sins of which God is angry at. Paulit-ulit. Paulit-ulit yung sinasabi ko. Because paulit-ulit din ang Bible. Kung meron pa siguro mas makulit sa akin, ayaw naman natin tawagin makulit ang Bible. You know, that's how the Word of God reminds us. God is not angry at us, but He is angry at our sins. God declares Christ's death to be the appropriate, designated sacrifice for our sin, and then His death completely satisfies uh, God's demands. God is loving and just, pero sabi niya, kailangan make bayaran itong ating mga kasalanan. There has to be a payment for our sins. And this is what Jesus Christ did for us. We were already forgiven, we were already delivered, and we have already received freedom. This is a reason for us to declare Praise is due to you, O God. Come on now. Last in verse 26, it says here, It was to show His righteousness at the present time, so that He might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. I'll move on. Verse 4, Psalm 65, it says here, Blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. Who shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple? Again, during those times, God has chosen you know, a, a special group of Israelites. They came from the tribe of Levi to serve as priests in the tabernacle. They would be the, the intercessors. You know, no one else is allowed to get near in the presence of the Lord. There was a limitation before. Moving forward in our time today, because of the death of Jesus at the cross, all Christians, can you say all Christians? All Christians today have personal access. We have already that direct access to God's presence everywhere and at any time. No need to look for a, this, this room or this specific place. You don't have to go to, to the Victory Center to, 
it's just to satisfy your, you know, just saying, you know, that's, that's where the presence of the Lord is. No, 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 no. Wherever we are, we are already allowed access to Him personally, each and every one of us. We are to dwell in His courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness that's everything that comes with it. The holiness of God's temple. John 6, 44-45, just as a reference uh, scripture. It says here, No one can come to me, this was Jesus speaking, unless the Father who sent me draws him. And I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they will all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to Him. The fellowship, close relationship God allows us to have with Him is again another reason for us to praise Him. God has been so generous that we just didn't understand it. And it really starts from our salvation. It really starts from our relationship with Him. It's quite amazing that God chooses to treat His people not as subjects, not as slaves, not as enemies, but He treats us as children. In 1 John uh, 3 to 1, it says here, See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God, and so we are. In NIV, see what, you know, how, how God has lavished, lavished. You look at the definition of lavish, sobra. That's how He poured out His love upon us. Making us think, now, what, what, what is this? You know, I don't really deserve this. Because He is a generous God. That He would lavish upon us His love. Even if we don't really deserve it. As children, we, 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 we dwell in His courts. As I've said earlier, we, we, we also experience the good things in His house. All the promises that God has given to His children, we can benefit from. I would like to say, may the Lord be praised for it. Praise is due to you, O Lord. Just an application for us. How do we look at our situation at this time? Can we declare that powerful statement? Are things not just going your way? Things are not, not just right. We are reminded in any given situation, we can declare praise is due to you, O Lord. Second reason for us praising God in His generosity is because He is our sustainer. We understand God being our Savior, but He also sustains us. Verse 5, By awesome deeds you answer us with righteousness, O God, of our salvation, the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest seas, the one who by His strength established the mountains being girded with might. Awesome deeds. Tignan din natin, what does awesome mean? Awesome means extremely, extremely impressive. It means it's breathtaking. It means it's amazing. It means it's, it's incredible. It's unbelievable. Are there people here who appreciate nature? You know, when, when you see the mountains, the trees... I, I don't know what you say, pero awesome! Wow! Ang gan- Ganun ba yan? O okay lang ako. Ganun talaga. Awesome! We had the opportunity to, to, to visit a place uh, the last week of December. And wow! Awesome talaga. Awesome. And that is how David was, uh, was describing, you know, what God has been doing to him. Awesome deeds. God answers us in ways beyond how we can imagine it to be. You know why? Because sometimes we manufacture already in our minds, in our thoughts, of how things are to be. We have too much expectation. It's an, you know, 
over-expecting things because we have already manufactured it in our minds. And then later on, we get frustrated. That's not the will of the Lord. We have gone the other way. But God, again, God, He is our sustainer. He always knows a better route for all of us. We do not pull God into our route, but we are being pulled back into His route. Example, when we pray for faith, sometimes more affliction comes. When we pray for the gospel to be shared to our family, persecution comes. How is this? Isn't this the one that you want us to do, God? Why is this happening? There's this specific prayer for my father. Uh, and actually, it's, it's, it's still ongoing. Because uh, late last year, he was uh, diagnosed with a tumor in his uh, intestine. And it was really, it's, re- it's really not good. But we, 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 we kept that faith, you know, just believing that at age 72, he would still be able to survive an operation. And apparently, he can't because his heart is weak. But is that a reason for me to stop praying? Is that a reason for me to stop declaring that praise to you, O Lord? Praise is due to you, O Lord. I've been praying until this time for a miracle. And I know that you may have a, 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 uh, probably a similar situation and we are just tempted to stop praying about it. And we would just say, Lord, whatever your will is. No, 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 no. You go with God's will and let's ride with it. We cannot stop praying. In October as well, a team of doctors, uh, they, they spoke to us. And uh, apparently, um, it was only my wife and I who represented the whole family. And there were about 20 doctors right in front of us. Talked to us in, a, in, a, in the hospital room. If you will just get out, you know, zone out and even think na, oy, this is the natural thing that is happening already. It's not good. There are about 20 doctors and they are going to break the bad news. But there was just so much grace that God had dropped in our hearts that there was already peace, there was comfort. Kept on praying. At that time, in my own words, I was saying, Lord, be glorified. Be glorified in this situation. In fact, at the end of the meeting, instead of us walking out of the room, drop shoulders, heads bowed down, we were just confident. Even told them, Docs, can we pray for you? you know, how in the world? You know, parang, ano ba to? <laughs> ano nangyari sa inyo? Bad news ne. We pray you pa kami. Then, we would like to pray for you. Because I know that God is going to give you also that wisdom. Even if you're not Christians, you know, the Lord is going to use you. The Lord is going to bless the work of your hands. You are going to operate on my dad and do something, you know, in his condition. I know, and I'm going to pray. And we have prayed even for blessings in their lives. In, in, in another psalm, it says there, you know, there will be no fear of bad news. Because our hearts will be steadfast, trusting in the Lord. There is no bad news, fear of bad news for a Christian. Our hearts will remain steadfast, trusting in the Lord. That is another reason for us to say, Praise is due you, O Lord our God. Come on, give Him praise. It's better for us to pray on. For nothing which the Lord grants in His love will do us any harm. Remember, God is our sustainer. He really takes control of everything. He, he, his sovereignty is over all creation, you know, over all the earth, the universe. It is right at the palm of His hands. Kung siguro the creation that He did before, He just said, okay, let me create this and then bye. He is still at this time managing everything. Imagine if the Lord has not created everything perfect, there would be chaos. You know, the stars and the planets that were going around in a, 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 a motion, 
eh, mamaya mawala sa path na yun at magbungguan lahat yun. Yari tayo. Tama ba? But the Lord is sovereign. The Lord sustains us. A reason why we should thank Him. I'd like to read on. Verse 7. Who God stills the roaring of the seas, the roaring of the waves, the tumult of the peoples, so that those who dwell at the ends of the earth are in awe at your signs. You make the going out of the morning and the evening to shout for joy. He makes the going out, you know, just day by day. He even causes all of us to give thanks to Him, to worship Him. God established everything. He established the mountains. He stills the roaring of the seas and the waves. The noise of the nations. These verses, it paints a glorious picture of the Lord and His sovereign reign over all the earth. And it's important for us to see the powerful hand of God. You know, He stills the raging oceans. The seas don't have minds to still themselves. Nakakita ba kayo ng beach where the waters, they talk to themselves, He talks to Himself and then just say, Still! Still you! Stop those waves! Wala namang ganun, di ba? But it is God who controls the waves. If there are roaring waves and, and, and waters in our lives, God can put a stop to it. Cross over 2017, Lord, na carry over yung mga problema. Who cares? The Lord is sovereign. It is a reason for us to declare, praise is due you, O Lord. In Mark 4, Again, that story where the disciples were with Jesus. This was the time that he calmed the storm. You know, alam niyo story niyon. All the while, okay naman yung 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 biyahe, but later on, it, it comes in the waves. Ante to na ginugulon yung ano nila, yung tulog nila, and they woke up and just told Jesus, "Do you not care that we are perishing?" Sometimes those are our complaints to the Lord. Do you not care, O Lord, that these things are happening to us? I've been praying and doing all these things all the days of my life. Nothing is happening. Jesus stands up. Just gives a command. Peace. He says, peace. Be still. Commands the waters, the waves, to be still. The Lord commands your storms. Just declaring there will be peace. Be still. Why are we so afraid? The Lord Jesus says. Have we still have no faith? Remember, the Lord, our God, is our sustainer. That He will just fix up everything the palm of His hand. We will continue on. We will continue on to declare storms in life. Despite all these things, Lord, praise is due. Your name. Third one, reason why David was thanking God, praising God for his generosity is because he recognizes that God is his supplier. And we recognize that God is our supplier. Verse 9, you visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The, the river of God is full of water. You provide their grain, for so you have prepared it. You water its furrows. Abundantly settling its ridges, softening it with showers and blessing its growth. God is a God of plenty. God's generosity is seen as He sends an abundant harvest in our lives. The gracious visitations. You know, it says here, you visit the earth and water it. The gracious visitations of God, you know, is keeping up with the provisions of His covenant with us. Just as a reference scripture in, in, in Deuteronomy 28, 12, it says here, it says there, the Lord will open to you his good treasury. It is the heavens to give the rain to your land in its season and bless all the work of your hands. And you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. The Lord desires for all of us to be blessed. But the blessing, these things, we are not to keep. It will also be used to bless others. We 
will allow ourselves to be channels of blessings. We recognize His generosity. We recognize that Him, He really provides for all of us. Pero we should also allow ourselves to, uh, to bless other people as well. Verse 11 says, You crown the year with your bounty, your wagon tracks overflow with abundance. In uh, the New King James, it says here that you crown the year with your goodness, your paths drip with abundance. There is abundance. God just crowns the year, this year with His generosity. Uh, Jericho was declaring, you know, once again, 2017 is going to be the year of the Lord's favor. It's not going to be the year of the cat or the dog. Name all the animals in the zoo. But it's not in any way going to prosper us. But we, what we declare year by year is that this will be again the year of the Lord's favor for us. The Lord is the one. The Lord is the one who will provide. The wagon tracks overflow with abundance. That even though in the season of dryness, maybe it's really, there's nothing anymore. You're financially drained. Probably, I don't know. Things have happened in your business, in your work. But the Lord passes by and His wagon overflows with His provision. He blesses us. The pastures of the wilderness overflow. The, the hills gird themselves with joy. The meadows clothe themselves with flocks. The valleys deck themselves with grain. And they shout and sing together for joy. I prophetically declare productivity will indeed come. Even if you think, you know, Lord, I, I, I need provision. I need this puhunan. You know, the Lord will provide for what you need. Even if we think, you know, at sa, sa situation ngayon, we've already reached the bottom of the barrel and there is nothing else to scrape anymore. Wala na, sagad na yun. Now let me tell you again that the Lord is telling us that there is no other way, not anymore down, further down, but to go up. The Lord will lift us all up. The Lord desires to bless all of us. But again, do we only focus on the blessings? Let's remember, David was declaring first that he received the spiritual blessing. Salvation first. Relationship muna. Recognize him as the sustainer. Itong provision, him being a supplier, easily, easily he can provide. This already again causes us to declare, praise is due to you. They ended it. He ends this verse, particular verse. We shout and then sing together for joy. It's really something that we should be celebrating about. Celebration. Praise is to our God, who magnificently provides for every need. If I am going to summarize this, ayoko nang pahirapan. Everything in one statement. This is it. Praise is due to our God because He is a generous God. That's just about it. Praise is due your name for you are our generous God. In Ephesians 1, 7-9, this, at this time, He again proves, He again reminds us, He again tells us, He is indeed generous. It will always go back to our relationship with Him. It, it will always go back to our state, ano muna, first things first then para sa Panginoon, He wants us to recognize Him. It says here, In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. This is His generosity providing a way out of our trouble. He forgave us our sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. He lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. And He made known to us the mystery of His will according to His good pleasure which He purposed in Christ. 
If there is a greatest provision that we have ever received, it is Jesus Himself. It is not our house, our any material thing, but Jesus is the greatest provision. Now that we realize how great and generous our God is, I'd like to end it with this, another of David's famous declarations. The Lord is our shepherd. I shall not be in one. Lord, at times, we have that tendency to look for more. At times, we have the tendency of being satisfied with things that are temporary. At times, we are in situations where we want to give up and just do things on our own forgetting that you are our gracious God. You've already provided us a lot of things. Lord, our relationship with you, we are secured, we are assured of eternal life. Lord, I'm raising up my hand because at times, is there anyone here who would like to just acknowledge? Sino ba dito? In maraming beses na nakakalimot tayo. I'm raising my hand. Yes, I am raising my hand. I don't want to keep that pride or dwell in that pride in me anymore. Lord, we humble ourselves to You. There's nothing that we can do. Lord, we repent. We say that we're sorry. Thank you that you have already provided a way for us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your love. Thank you, Father, for your love. In Jesus' name we pray.